Okay, we are doing now the portion of Shabbat, the second of Tavis, and the portion of Sunday, the third of Tavis. And the two together is the entire chapter six. And the entire chapter six is based on the principle that everything in this world is balanced. So the greater the pull of godly energy, there has to be an equal opposite pull to the side of unholiness to create for us, of course, free choice to freely choose to serve God. So everything we've learned about the godly soul, which we've been discussing in chapter 2 and 3 and 4 and 5, we're now told in chapter 6 that we have an equal and opposite balance in terms of the animal energy. And that's why the animal soul is structured as is the godly, with the three garments, with the ten powers, with the three intellect, with the seven emotions, with the construction from the four elements, with the relationship between intellect and emotion, but not the same relationship. Because on the godly side, intellect creates emotion. On the negative side, as we can all attest, we're born with all the negative emotions. And intellect is more like a midwife style bringing out more and more that negative emotion that we unfortunately naturally feel. And all of this is expressing the energy of the animal, of the impure, of the unholy. And that could encompass a lot of things we do in this world. Because if I'm using my thought, speech, or deed to serve God, thinking, speaking, doing Torah, a commandment, something for the sake of God, something to express godliness in this world to my godly soul. Everything else, anything that does not have my godly soul involved, that does not have God involved, does not have a higher godly purpose involved, everything else is an expression of my animal soul. Not for God, not for his will, not for his service, all of which we call the other side. The other side meaning not the side of holiness. What's the side of holiness then? The side of holiness is where God rests. God is everywhere in this world. Everything is God. Evil is God, otherwise it wouldn't be. When we say where God rests, it means where there is an inner expression of God, where there's a higher investment quantitatively, qualitatively, in terms of absorption, where God is apparent. What creates the ability for God to rest there? nullification to him. There could be a constant state of nullification, like an angel. There could be a Jew who always potentially could be nullified and expresses his nullification when he's doing something to serve God. So that nullification is a catalyst for God's presence. It's one of the most fundamental ideas in the entire book we are learning. Nullification is the magnet for God's presence. And that causes the side of holiness to rest, God to rest, God to be there. 